Welcome to Life Science Today, your source for stories, insights, and trends across the life science industry. I'm your host, Dr. Noah Goodson. This week, one biotech is on a roll. Another is moving quickly. Amazon money for cancer and some clinical development news. The views expressed on Life Science today are those of the host and guests. They do not necessarily reflect the opinions of any organizations with which they are affiliated. Dice Therapeutics has announced an upsized public offering, raising $300 million and seeing their stock prices double on positive top-line news for their leading candidate. The results from a phase one study of an oral IL-17 antagonist to treat psoriasis were extremely promising. The study showed good tolerability and safety in healthy patients, a favorable pharmacokinetic profile, and robust health and safety data. On top of that, preliminary results suggest it may be a best in class, with initial results showing a 43.7% reduction in psoriasis when measured by the psoriasis area and severity index. For a condition that impacts more than 125 million people globally, there's certainly room for additional therapies. Psoriasis has seen a number of recent approvals, with BMS's Sotictu earning approval just a month ago for plaque psoriasis. But DICE thinks there's room for more. And with this promising initial data, they certainly have a chance to make a continuing impact in this therapeutic area if future studies continue to validate the results. To put their newfound capital and doubled market value to use, DICE plans to head to the FDA with an IND next year and roll out a phase 2B trial. Odyssey Therapeutics has raised a $168 million Series B to advance their pipeline of eight candidates to clinical stage in the next two years. They launched less than a year ago with a stunning $218 million Series A to drive their drug development platform. Now, just 10 months later, they're adding a significant chunk of change to their war chest. So how are they fueling their growth? Their approach is to focus on certain undruggable targets. As they've pursued this path, they've scooped up the machine learning and computational company Racco. But just where this fits into their organizational pipeline is unclear. They remain committed to moving to clinical phase in 2023 or 24, but just what their pipeline will target is yet to be revealed. I expect on the backs of this funding round, we'll learn more shortly. But to move at this rate of raising capital in this market, they either have some pretty exciting back-end data to justify rapid significant investment, or they have a really exciting group of investors that many biotechs would love to meet. What we do know is they have great support, with the former CEO of Vertex joining as chairman of the board earlier this summer. This round of funding, the additional board member, and the truncated timeframes place Odyssey at the top of noteworthy biotech startups in 2022. While Jeff Bezos may excel at making money, his relatives and ex-relatives seem to be quite adept at giving it away. Thanks to his success and their generosity, the Fred Hutchinson Cancer Center will be receiving over $710 million across the next decade to finance basic, translational, and clinical research. 
The funders, in this case, are none other than Jeff's parents, Jackie and Mike. The Seattle-based cancer facility will use the funds to expand labs for 36 new primary investigators, build a massive precision oncology ward, and generally pour fuel on the research endeavors. Life sciences are an integrated ecosystem. Investments like this in research at key facilities ultimately are part of what fuels innovations. So many of the biotechs we cover on this show are birthed out of ecosystems just like this. And even in a world of high-end giving to academic and medical institutions, $700 million is an eyebrow-raising amount. Two quick stories from Merck, MSD outside the U.S., this week. The first is the release of positive top-line data from their Phase 3 trial of Sotetterstep, the Pulmonary Arterial Hypertension, PAH, treatment, which is delivered via subcutaneous injection. Treatment with the fusion protein showed significant improvement compared to the placebo control in the primary endpoints and 8 out of 9 secondary endpoints. Merck plans to head straight to regulatory agencies next year with these positive clinical and stable health and safety data. The therapy itself was acquired as part of the $11 billion Acceleron acquisition last year, with current indicators suggesting the investment will pay off. In more publicized news this week, Merck is exercising a $250 million option to develop and commercialize a cancer vaccine from Moderna, mRNA4147, in combination with their best-selling Keytruda. The vaccine targets high-risk melanoma. The idea behind the personalized cancer vaccine is to increase the patient's immune response through the creation of neoantigens that stimulate T-cells. The current study explores the therapy in combination with Keytruda. While the payout is good news for Moderna, cancer vaccines have yet to show late-stage clinical benefit though there are a number of promising candidates currently in clinical trials. According to clinicaltrials.gov, there are currently 1,025 clinical trials that are active or recruiting and include Keytruda. While exercising this option and running this study may receive more press because of the inclusion of Moderna and does represent a sizable cash payout, it is also just one more study for Merck's blockbuster. Thanks for joining me for Life Science Today, your source for stories, insights, and trends across the life science industry. Learn more on lifesciencetodaypodcast.com. And if you like what you hear, please tell a friend. Once again, I'm Dr. Noah Goodson. I'll see you next week.